0: In the last episode of Slay the Stars, Zem had a dream. In it, she met Adria, the woman whose voice she's been hearing in her dreams. Shar watched in horror as Zem's body was possessed by this dark shadow energy that spilled from Zem's mouth, forming these undead, deformed snake creatures that swarmed and attacked Char but seemed uninterested in Zemira. When the fight ended, Zem and Shar were scared but unharmed. Zem tried to get a little more sleep while Shar spent time on watch, and that is where we are picking up now.
1: You just seem awkwardly staring at the side of a wall, just like staying awake but barely, just like the nodding off and be like, "Morning." Hmm. Hey, are you Again. doing okay?
2: Yeah, I think so. No more dreams. Good. 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 Do you need to sleep?
1: Yeah, give me um, five minutes, and he's just gonna like put his head back. I'm going to So if you want to like get everything around.
2: I'm going to um go through my bags, my supplies, like all of my belongings. Um because I want to take stock of what I have. If there's anything else that needs like laundered, uh I'm going to put it in a pile with what I was wearing yesterday. Um and I'm actually going to change out of this formal dress. Like I don't know why I put this on cuz I have that other outfit with the white and the the tan.
1: Panic. We put it on because of panic.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm going to change into that. um, And I'm going to open my journal and I'm going to um, write everything that's happened. Um,
0: Okay.
2: The past couple of days, really, it's probably going to be
0: where I spend my time. Okay. I mean, yeah, you guys have amassed quite a bit of laundry. Um, you haven't had the opportunity to wash anything since you went on the run. So you have a, a pile that you can take to get laundered.
1: We're going to walk out of the hotel like college kids. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, mom, here we come.
0: 100%. in yeah. like a
2: pillowcase. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, no, the worst way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of which.
2: The pillowcase?
0: Yeah. Zem, you, it's now daytime and you're a little more calm and you look down and you do see red. Like... Coppery, brownish-colored dried blood on your pillowcase. Gross. Great. <sighs> yep. So, you do that, um, and just as you're finishing up, you hear another knock at your door, um, and you hear Jeff. uh it's it's me. Just wanted to check on you guys. After last night.
1: Sure, like, panic jumps, like, hits the back wall and then jumps back up.
0: You guys o- okay in there?
2: Yeah, I th- I think we're doing a lot better. Thanks. Uh, I'll just, like, crack the door and, like, look around. Like, not like I'm trying to keep him out, but also, like, yeah.
0: No, yeah, he he has a tray and he has some, like, scrambled eggs, a little loaf of bread and two glasses of milk on a tray. I I brought you guys up something for breakfast. Seems like you might need something. That's incredibly kind. Thank you. Of course. You look better. You got a little sleep? Yeah, I feel better. Okay. I'll take the tray from him. Okay. He hands it to you. Uh, I'm just heading back down to to get the bar opened up for the day. But if you guys need anything, you know where to find me. Thanks, Jeff. Anytime. Turns around and heads back down the stairs.
1: Sure, like fell asleep, but he's standing up just against the back corner of the wall.
0: Was there any damage to the room?
2: Like, we didn't really...
0: No, the room seems to be fine.
2: Just okay. our morale.
0: <laughs> Got it. This was the only room in this? There are two rooms on the second floor. One is Jeff's room, and one is the room you're staying in. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay, so... How much longer until we have to meet your dad?
2: Um well I mean I think we should probably start getting ready to go. We'll go uh, drop the clothes off to get laundered and then we'll head over. Um he probably could use any spare moment to recover.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. You guys take a moment, eat your breakfast. Get your laundry gathered up. Uh, You head down a couple storefronts. You find the launderer that Jeff mentioned. And for your pile of clothes, they charge you four silver.
1: Was there any names given? Like, I mean, is there like a tag or something that we had to get?
0: Yeah, they'll give you like a little ticket that just says the number of items that you dropped off.
1: Cool, 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 cool.
0: And they take your name, so... They know, like, it's a little tag, two sides, they put your name on and rip it, throw it in the bag, and then they give you with how many items of clothes you dropped with them.
1: I've removed two silver pieces.
2: What part of, um, like, where are we? Like, where's the, oh, you said it was only a couple of doors down, so.
0: Yeah, so, so you guys are still what would be considered the gaming district, but you're right on the edge of getting into where the murky knot is.
2: Okay. Okay, so we should continue on to the docks. All
0: right, so you all head to the docks. I would like for you both to roll me perception checks for the trip there. 15. 17? All right, as you're heading down the street, um, it's again pretty quiet. You guys slept in a little bit, but it's still morning time and this city is not filled with morning people. However, you do notice that today is the first day it looks like it's going to rain. The clouds are dark. Uh, It's quite windy, a little chilly, Um, probably going to be a storm later. And as you walk to the docks, those little seated pub areas are completely empty of sailors. And a lot of the slips are empty as well because the fishermen have gone out to try to either catch things before the storm happens or have sailed back to wherever they're from um, before the storm could come in. Uh, And you get about halfway to where your father's boat was um, and because of all the empty slips, you can already see that his boat is missing.
2: Well, that figures. What's wrong? His boat's gone. Seriously? Look.
0: That's where it was. I'm going to look around and see, like, he didn't uh, move to another. You're looking around, and, Zem, you get not panicked, but, like, upset. And you sort of, like, run a couple steps down, like, looking. You don't see anything. You turn around and make sure you didn't pass it. Uh, you don't see anything. But with both of your perceptions, uh, Char, you notice Zem gets a couple steps in front of you, and you see a man um Step around a corner um and sort of like obviously paying attention to her, kind of like flank her and zamir at the same time, you see another man kind of like walk up he 's about twenty feet away from Shar at this point, but he sort of walks up he's his eyes are focused on Shar, and he is clearly trying to block either of you or specifically Shar from turning around and running
1: okay so I see one staring down Zem.
0: Yeah, and Zem sees the one that walked
1: behind Immediately, you. Immediately, I'm gonna give her advantage on her initiative. Like, I'm gonna touch her shoulder, just be like, heads up.
0: Well, I ran. Yeah, she's a couple steps in front of you, but I mean, you could jog up to her and tap her on the shoulder. And
1: I'm gonna do this. Do it as, like, keep pace with the guy that's looking at her then.
0: Yeah, they haven't attacked you or anything yet, but they're clearly getting in place. For something.
1: But I don't know. This the one behind me. I just noticed the one in front. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Me. So then, yeah, I would absolutely be very cautious, like walking slowly, slow, slower, Slowly? slower, <laughs> slowly. Slowly. <sighs> I don't speak.
2: For
0: slowly. That.
1: How's it going? Slowerly.
0: <laughs> um, Zem, you are focused on the person you just saw walk up behind Shar, and you see Shar like walking up to you but his eyes are focused behind you and you're both starting to get that oh shit feeling and the person behind you Zim, again probably about 20 feet behind you is like Zamira
2: I'm not turning around
0: Zamira Caltain, I have a note from your dad
2: son of a bitch I say it out loud and I'm and then I'm gonna like I shift my gaze back to Shar. Like, do you, do you want
0: to get it? I can get it. Fuck. Char, you're looking at the guy who's yelling to Zem, and you see him reach into his pocket, and when he pulls his coat, they're both dressed to look like dock workers, um, but whenever he pulls his little, like, overcoat aside to get in there, you can see that he is armed. And he pulls out a note, and he holds it between his two fingers up in the air, and he's like, it's just a note. We just want to talk. Um, I'm going to cast mage hand. Okay. Um,
2: to go and like pluck it from him.
0: Okay. He sees the spectral hand walking, uh, not walking, floating towards him. And he's sort of like,
2: that's amazing. If
1: it's walking, can it it walk instead? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Uh,
2: well, I can cast it within 30 feet. So if I can cast it like right in front of him to pluck it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. You do that. And as it plucks it, he pulls a dagger out and tries to, like, stab the mage hand. It doesn't do anything because the mage hand isn't really there. Uh, and it kind of floats over towards you. And now, I mean, he has his dagger out. He's clearly on edge. But he's not attacking you still.
2: I'm
1: reading a dart.
0: Okay. I'm
1: going to keep it as, as, like, sleight of hand as possible.
0: Okay. Uh, the note comes to you. Okay, so
2: I'm... You're still facing the guy that you saw...
1: Wait, I'm technically, I think, facing the guy that you just pulled the note Well,
0: from. you would have had to turn to cast me a because you have to see. Correct. So you're both looking at that guy. Correct. But, like, you're still looking
2: at the guy that you saw that was on the other side of me who had the note. I was you, literally
1: told I did not see the guy behind me.
2: i just making sure you didn't do any kind of looking around because I'm going to step around and go back to the other guy before I read anything and back
0: to back, like the two of us back to back. Okay. So the, the man who was behind Char, when he sees the other guy pull a dagger, he pulls uh, his weapon out of his pocket as well. Again, not coming to attack you, looking like he's taking more of a defensive stance at this point. You open the note. Mm-hmm. It says, Zem, I'm sorry. I'm no good. I'm just a drunken sailor. But if you really pissed off Dahlia, these people might help. Please forgive me. I could think of nothing else to do. Don't come home. And it's signed Kristoff. Does it look like his handwriting? It does.
2: Ugh.
1: If you pissed off Dahlia? Yes, my mother's mother's name.
2: So you know my father? Not personally. How did you know my father then? I didn't. How did he know you? He, uh,
0: he knows my, he knows our boss, sort of.
1: I'm going to insight check that. Go ahead. Probably not great. Um, where'd it go? Ten.
0: Nothing about what he's saying seems like he's lying. Cool. Um, who's your boss? I mean, come with us and find out. He wants to meet with both of you specifically.
2: Where would we be going to meet with anyone? To his office. People have offices in the city? I will meet with your boss in a location that I choose. I'm sorry, we can't do that. That's not safe. For who? For him. Well, I don't know you or your boss. I'm not going anywhere without having a little bit of understanding and control. What
1: do they look like? Are they human? elf
0: they are human okay on the younger side both men he says look we're going to the prism
1: I think we should go however we get to stay 15 steps behind if you choose to dip we dip I'm letting you take that call Does that seem fair? Because right now, we're running in the troubled waters and we need to make sure that you don't get anywhere near them.
2: They know who we are. I don't think we have a choice. Yeah,
1: that's why I think we should go with them.
2: I hate everything about this. Yeah.
1: It's the other one that I've now noticed, by, I'm sure. Yeah. Is he also a dagger or does he have a sword?
0: Daggers, both of them. But they don't look like normal daggers.
1: Like kopesh or like... No, like no, just no, no, design They're...
0: they're s- so the dagger comes out. The blade looks slightly thicker on the ends. And the handle is wider. Um, And it seems like, I mean, you you can't see a ton. They're just shaped awkwardly. Okay. They haven't stepped any closer to either of you.
2: Is there anything about any markings that would make me think of the people that were chasing us earlier?
1: You mean like the bounty hunters? Mm-hmm.
0: Nope. Nothing like that.
1: Okay, but you'll lead if you don't mind.
0: Sure, I will lead. My man in the back will watch your back. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to keep an eye on the guy in the back. How, fo- how f- close is he following?
0: He stays about 20 feet behind you, um, does not get any closer than that. And the guy in front, uh, even though he doesn't really turn around, he manages to keep about that distance from you as well the entire time. They're trying. You get the feeling that they're trying not to scare you off. Okay.
1: I'm not paying attention to them. I'm going to let them do that. I'm paying attention to how the crowd or anybody that sees either of them reacts to either of them.
0: Okay, roll me an insight check. Twelve. Okay. The thing, the only thing that you would notice is that the normal people, the people who look to be like tourists, mm-hmm. they don't seem to take any notice of this. Nothing, nothing about what's happening is strange. But You notice some of the children, some of the children that look to be maybe homeless, um, they give you all a wide berth. They see the two men coming and they sort of like duck out of the way or they have weird looks on their face. But eventually you're led from the docks. And you make your way for, I believe, the first time. Oops, sorry, go ahead. Um, So as we're walking,
2: I would like to cast um, Mage Armor on myself.
0: The four of you make your way out of the dock area, through the gaming district. And for the first time, the two of you find yourselves in the High Roller district. And whereas... The casinos in the gaming district are basically like oversized taverns for the most part. Um, Some a little more ornate than others, but oversized taverns. These casinos here are more like temples to gambling. Um, Many of them are made out of stone. There's one that looks to be entirely sculpted out of marble, Um, And they take you to the casino known as The Prism, which is constructed almost entirely from glass. And when the light hits it, this beautiful prismatic rainbow effect kind of lights up the ground all around it. And the whole structure just shimmers in the light. And... They walk you in through the front doors and you are greeted by one of the largest buildings you've ever been in. There are multiple bars around along with gaming tables. Uh, There's a balcony area on top with like lounges and fancier places for the clientele here to sit and relax. Um, There's a cigar room. But. You're taken around the outskirts, um, and there is a huge banded iron door. And they knock twice. The man whispers something through, like a little slat in the door. And the door's opened, and they start to lead you downstairs if you continue to follow.
1: All right, Zim, last chance.
2: I'm not convinced that my father actually wrote that. I mean, it looks like his handwriting, but it could have been under duress. That being said, I don't know what choice we have.
1: Okay. you want to go first or the second?
0: I'll go first. Okay. Okay. The two of you head down the stairs, and you get to the bottom, and another one of these large doors is there. He knocks three times here, whispers something into the door. The door opens, and you're led into a hallway. And this hallway has white-tiled floors, white-tiled walls, and the whole ceiling is painted white. The light here reflects off of all this whiteness and is actually like glaringly bright even though you were just outside you head down the hallway and you make a right and eventually he turns into the middle and there are two wide French doors and he doesn't knock or do anything here he just opens them And inside you see a well-adorned office with big, thick, chunky wooden furniture with red upholstery. And there are expensive-looking paintings on the walls and bookcases filled with leather-bound tomes. And seated behind the desk, you see a man who is shockingly younger than you expected. He's maybe late 30s, early 40s, His skin is completely smooth and wrinkle-free. He looks like someone who's probably never smiled in his life. He's fit, but not bulky. He looks like someone who's trained consistently forever. Um, You're assuming he probably has some skills himself. His eyes have that effect of like, piercing into you and you immediately remember back to like any teachers or authority figures from your past who made you feel like small and uneasy that's the whole presence he's giving off and he looks at the the two of you go in and the two men who escorted you immediately turn around leave and shut the doors
2: quick question as we were coming through everything on the way here um, as we were going through each set of doors was there someone on the other side of these doors you are
0: that would be your assumption, but you never saw other people. Okay.
1: All right, I got three guesses as to who you are. And I don't think I want to guess any of them.
2: I'm, I'm going to take like a offensive, wider stance, arms crossed, and just look. I'm not
0: saying anything. He looks between the two of you like he's studying you. And he says, just come in. Sit. Sit. And there are two chairs on the opposite side of his desk that look comfy.
1: Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go for the trap. <laughs> Char is gonna like move the chair around a couple times, make sure it's not like bolted or anything.
0: It's not bolted to the ground. You pick it up. It's He'll fine. sit down.
1: Okay. Let me guess. Rafe.
0: Correct. Cool. Correct. Charlemagne.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't think that counts. I'm still standing. Zamira. I didn't sit down, by the way. I'm still standing there.
0: I understand. You just, okay. He says, look, the two of you have five minutes. Convince me why I shouldn't turn you in to Nexus right now and collect the fortune they're offering. The only reason I haven't already is my own curiosity. If they're willing to pay so much, I want to know why. And he sits back crosses his arms unfortunately this is a pretty boring story
2: I would like to know what my father had to do with this oh
0: oh no uh your dad came for help he said that his kid had a run-in with Nexus and he needed help and uh when I connected the dots because I had just gotten word in the middle of the night last night that they were looking for two people uh, I offered to clear his debt with me in exchange for information on how to get a hold of you.
1: Insight check. Go
0: for it. Insight check.
1: I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Neither are my dice. Five, six, seven, eight. 23.
0: Nothing he said is a lie.
1: I'm going to keep my eye on him.
0: Listen, with what you're worth. uh, I could have wiped out his debt a hundred times over. It's really stupid. He probably should have just turned you in himself. You don't have kids. I don't. No. Yeah. We don't really like children. So you know who I am. You know who my parents are. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And why that bitch Dahlia would be sending her own people after her daughter is fascinating. You've already answered your own question. <sighs> have I? Have I?
1: Doesn't having us indebted to you give you an advantage over
0: her? That's why I haven't turned you in.
1: No, but isn't that your answer?
0: Well, certainly, but I want to know why she wants you. (laughs) Come, no secrets between new friends. Would you
1: believe me if I said we don't actually know?
0: Hmm. Well, I heard something interesting, and he opens one of the drawers of his desk. And he pulls out this small metal contraption. It sort of looks like a beetle. And he sits it on the table in between the three of you. And he pushes a button that's sort of on its back. And it kind of springs to life. And it spreads out its wings. And this little beam of purple energy kind of looks out. And it starts to scan both of you. I need you to both make wisdom saving throws. Oh no.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> First of all, <laughs> 19 by the way. <laughs> okay. What I would like to know is Well you do? What happens when you yourself? fail this wisdom saving throw? <laughs> no, no, I was trying to figure out the way of the the way the patterns are because there's not like a specific anything that says like between the 6 and the 9. Oh. Um but I figured it out. Um so, it was a 17. <laughs> that was... Uh, really? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I was like... Okay, I, I don't... I <laughs> um, I rolled a six, but I'm not taking the six because I am not proficient in wisdom and I add nothing.
0: Gotcha. So, uh, this thing scans both of you. The light turns off. It closes up and just is sitting there. And he goes, now that is... Interesting.
1: Sir is just staring at the bug, confused.
0: I know you both can do magic. That contraption tells me when people can do magic. And yet neither of you are showing up as magic users. Weird.
2: Weird. Maybe it's broken. I don't think it is.
1: Is this a
0: wild kind of bug can you find it in nature no actually um this little thing
1: like side eyes you real quick and looks back to the bug
0: he and and rafe actually like he looks a little excited at this and he's like this i'm not even sure what this is honestly some of my people found this when they were doing a job the other day uh it attacked one of them a magic user so i wanted to see it in action but i'm sorry to disappoint
1: Wait, when you attacked the the casino the other night, right?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Right. I had a 23 on that site.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's not really trying to hide it. He, he knows that you know. He doesn't care. Um,
1: I don't know how far back in my notes, but I'm looking at Black Bear attack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Azure Coast. Are we underground?
2: Yes. What was this room like? What do you mean? So, like, we were in that hallway where it was, like, tile, 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 mm-hmm. tile. Is that, like... No, it... this room,
0: like, the walls and, like, the bookshelves and everything is just, like, dark wood. Like, we neat. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wait, one of your people can use magic?
0: Oh, certainly, yes. Are they rare? I mean... It's not as common, but... We have a, an internship program with the Stellium Academy. An internship? Motherfucker. Uh, yeah, certainly. I mean, it's, it's nice to have some some mages on the payroll. So, uh, you know, we find some people who are useful to us. And when they finish their studies at Stellium, they'll come work here.
1: I mean, you have the bug. Did the person that it attacked get hurt?
0: Oh, no. Uh, Misty is quite capable. Did I miss something?
2: Son of a bitch. This place.
1: Shar is oh. just very confused now because he can, like, look at, look at Zem and be like, okay, she just said, holy shit. Okay, <laughs> keep the conversation going. So, you want to know what we can do for you you think we can use magic but your magic detection machine told us that we can't do magic what kind of openings are, do you have then
0: no 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 so i let me let me make this clear dahlia is willing to not only pay me ungodly sums of money for the two of you she's also willing to grant me a favor with no contingencies. That is quite valuable. So, I want to know what she wants to use you for and then I can decide if I want to use you for the same purpose. What can you do for me?
2: I don't know how I managed in this family (laughs) to go to school and not see the same qualities.
1: Yeah. Can you tell one of your invisible butlers in the back to get me a drink?
0: Invisible butlers. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Drink, please. I'm still on the clock.
0: (laughs) Uh, He doesn't seem to do anything, but after like 30 seconds... The doors open. One of the men who brought you in comes in and he sits down. A couple glasses of ice water in Thank front of you. everybody.
1: Charlotte looks down. Fuck, it's water. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know what she wants with us. I saw her days ago. I was in her presence hmm. and she shooed me out the door. So, I don't know.
0: That is interesting. So, your thought is then what? That she doesn't want you? That she was protecting you? Honestly,
2: (laughs) anything is possible with her. At this moment, I really can't fathom what I could possibly do for her. She's never been shy about telling me what she wants out of me. So the fact that I know nothing either means that she's got grand plans that I can't possibly see what little, what little I've learned at the school could possibly do for her or she's just psychotic and playing more games because I'm not the pretty little girl that she wanted. Hmm. Or
0: maybe somebody's forcing her to make these calls. He starts thinking out loud, but who? Could be pulling the strings. I, You know, the two of you are an interesting puzzle. I'm not sure what to do with you. If I let you go, you're going to leave. And how will I find you again? That would be inconvenient. If I tell you to stay, you're probably not going to listen. What do you propose I do with you? What would—if this had not happened, what was your next move?
2: To pick up my laundry and figure out where I fit in in whatever scheme is occurring right now.
0: Well, I can tell you that if the messenger arrived last night in Ocean Guard here to me to tell me to look for you, that word has probably already spread. And this is not going to be a safe place for you. Nowhere is a safe place for me. Definitely not here in the in the Twin Cities. Um. Hmm. And he puts his hand on the table and starts drumming it, and just seems to be lost in thought. And a couple of seconds later, uh, the man comes back in. And walks over to his side and he's like, um, yeah, just bring me, bring me the rings. And the man just sort of like nods, walks out of the room. What about you, Char? What were your plans? Do you also have laundry?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did. Do. Will. How much would she pay for just information on where we are? consistently over time.
0: Um, I'm not sure. This doesn't seem to be one of those arrangements. This seems to be an all-or-nothing thing. Uh, they seem desperate. They were very upset that you made it out of Saltspire.
2: I have a proposition. Let's hear it. If they're willing to pay for information... You could keep us a step ahead for a while and collect a good amount of money. We'll do what we can to leave a trail after the fact so that you have proof that you are trying to help them. You get the money
0: and we get to live how we see fit great minds think alike. And the other man comes back in the room and he sits a box down and Rafe opens it and inside you see two iron rings. He says, I have a proposition for you because I believe you. I believe that neither of you know what's happening um, and I am a man who likes puzzles and I don't need more money. I need more excitement. So, if you wear these rings, I will always know where you are. And I can feed information to Nexus to keep them off my back. And at the same time, I will know where you are to come collect you. If and when I see a time when that's necessary.
2: I will consider it. However, before we make our decision, I would like Shar to examine these rings.
0: Certainly, sir. He's going
1: to like <laughs> pick the box and like try to <laughs> as subtly as possible pop and detect magic.
0: Okay. The moment you uh, pop the detect magic, the little beetle that's in the center of the table just sort of like parks up and turns towards you. And he's like, all right. Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Uh, and Char, you find that these rings have divination magic. Pretty strong divination magic.
1: How rare is it to see divination magic?
0: I mean, in, well. <laughs> in general, it's not that common, but you're hanging out with Zem now, so you're getting kind of used to this. <laughs> Literally everything about her is just <laughs> divination all the time, except for the creepies parts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like my aura swirls. And the divination is, like, shiny and pretty, and then the other part is not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like an oil slick.
1: I personally will go along with this, for the time being, on one contingency.
0: What's the contingency?
1: At a time of my choosing, I can have five questions answered. No bullshit at any point in time. I have
0: not bullshit you yet.
1: And I am aware of that. And by bullshit, I mean as easy for me to understand as possible. Unlike you and your arrangement with the Stellium Academy, I do not possess such intricacies.
0: All right. Five questions. Done, Deal? Thank you.
2: What are your qualifications for this? What do you mean? We wear the rings.
0: Cards on the table. You'll put those rings on and you will not be able to remove them. And as long as they are on your finger, I will know where you are at all times. I will also expect that the two of you will let me know if and when you find anything interesting. Because I'm in this for the adventure. All right. But you have to leave Ocean Guard.
2: We'll need supplies. What do you need? Money, a way to travel, and my fucking
0: clothes. Done. Sure, shark thinks for a while. He's drumming his hand on the table again.
1: He's thinking, and he's thinking... He's gonna let you go for a while if you wanna just go off. Cause if he asks a question that counts as one of the fives and he's very aware of that.
2: I've I i do wanna to say too many
0: things. After I'll say oh, go ahead.
1: Rations. Fancy dagger. Cause I'm genuinely curious. Okay. Um and uh some spellbook paper.
2: Also, uh, it would benefit everyone involved in this arrangement if we had a way to disguise ourselves, but not permanently, because people are going to need to see us, but at your desired time and place. However, the rest of the time we're going to need to get around.
0: Sure. And he looks at Char and he's like, honestly, you're doing a good job of that now. Uh
1: yeah, it's almost like we were ratted out.
0: Uh certainly, if it weren't for Christoph, uh, probably would have taken me slightly longer to track you down. Um, I can, I'll get some different clothes together. Uh, you know, maybe a little makeup, something like that. Uh, wigs? How do you feel about wigs?
2: Uh, all right. Get some wigs. That will be exciting.
0: Why
1: do we put wigs? It's just like.
0: And he's still, he's, he's he's drumming his hands on the table still. All right, all right. And then as you're sitting there talking about all this, the things that you guys are talking about start to arrive. Somebody's picked up your laundry. There's another man who comes in and says, oh, we're getting the, the carriage ready. And some other people are coming in. And he's just like, yes, 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 okay,
2: okay. I have one other thing. Yes. Um, I would really appreciate it if you could take care of Jeff. In a good way. (laughs) I don't want to see that his place has been burned down, broken into, busted up. Uh, I also think that whatever he's paying for protection...
0: Should be a discount. Listen, we already... He already pays almost nothing. Uh, we normally charge establishments like he has up to 10 gold a week. He's only getting charged one. We love Jeff here. Good. Good. I'm invoking two of my questions. I would take
2: it as a personal slight if anything happened to him.
0: I understand. So would I. He is under my strict protection. Honestly, if something happened to Jeff, I'm sure uh, Zerai, Klepto, Reg, and Misty would just kill me. That's like their... Personal hangout spot. Mm. You'll
2: um, he'll make more money and be able to survive more if you can help him get like acts into his establishment. Just throwing it out there. It's you know, it's
0: not a bad idea. Honestly, we've been having a hard time getting bards in the city. Um, a lot of them have started working in Saltspire, and you're right. We we need to we need to start. Working on the cultural aspects of this city. She got real quiet. Do you have any suggestions? Any good acts we should, uh, we should look at? There's,
2: there's a bard by the name of Karina. She seems to be picking up some
0: razzle-dazzle. I received a note about her as well. Interesting that you would know each other. I mean,
2: cards on the table. yeah. Went to school with her.
0: That makes sense. It appears she's on the run as well. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> How? <laughs> There's been a lot. Honestly, uh, I'm. If I find her, I'm going to make her the same deal that I've made you today. So, uh, but I've heard nothing of her being in the city yet. She's not someone anybody wants for any
2: reason that somebody would want us.
0: Uh, Char is probably correct. (laughs) You're probably correct. Um, Sorry, you have two questions for me. Yeah.
1: One of them is probably going to pique your interest for a little while. Okay. There was a sale of an illegal magic item that happened at the Midway Tavern. I'd like to know the information on it.
0: It's interesting that you bring that up. Because I don't know anything about it in particular, but I have some suspicions. I don't know how much I should tell you. Honestly, the two of you have piqued my interest so much, and usually I don't share my secrets with people, but I feel like we can be friends. Besides, you piss off Dahlia, and I like that about you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you two will be
0: best friends. It seems I was born with the ability. Honestly, she's the worst. She's the worst. She, she orders us over here around like she owns this place. And she's never even set foot in this city. hmm Anyway, anyway, anyway. So the word on the street is that Nexus was trying to have some dealings with the elves in Annenfell. And it fell through. They were trying to get some very rare, very powerful magic item. And uh, so instead, when they couldn't make a deal, seems they stole it. I would bet that whatever you think happened in the Midway Tavern is related. But I have it on good authority that the elves are not taking this information to the council, because they don't want to be seen as inept. So whatever it was is a big deal, and not just to the elves. If you could find that information out for me,
1: You've been so kind.: That to would us be so
0: interesting.:
1: far. It was an orb. It was a glass orb, had a containment of something.
0: A glass orb.
1: And I'll tell you what the kind of magic it was as soon as I figure out where it is in my notes. Conjuration? Abjuration. It was abjuration.
0: Abjuration. Honestly, I don't know anything about the different types of magic. Um, Well,
1: you do have your friends at the Stelium Academy.
0: Certainly, and I will be asking questions. Though, the Honestly, my contacts at Stellium have been a little strange. I suspect there's something happening there as well.
1: Yeah, that's my second question. Do you know where Dahlia is?
0: I don't know who you're talking about.
1: Maybe you could look into it.
0: Insight check. Go ahead. Uh,
2: 14. Mine was a crit
1: fail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cthulhu Dice. Fuck you.
0: Ah, uh, he seems legitimately like he doesn't know. Hmm.
1: Maybe you can look into that.
0: <sighs> Dalius. yes, does this Dalius have a last name?
1: I feel like you would have told me at some point. Maybe he does. But, Hold
0: on, I'm, I don't. It's know Ashgard. I didn't you. know if you. I didn't know if you were looking at me like that. Like you weren't going to say, or if you. <laughs> Run short.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I feel like at this point, there's no point in subtlety or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Subtlety. <laughs> like secrecy? Yeah, but that's not the word, but whatever. Um, no, like intrigue, but like causing it, not looking into it, regardless. Yeah. Um, subterfuge? Oh, that's good. I like subterfuge. Because. Bitch knows everything, so, um, anyway, so back, um, yeah, Dahlia Ashgard, he's the
0: divination
2: specialist.
0: Uh, all right, I'll look into it. You think he's connected to all of this, or is this like I don't a know. personal friend of yours that Who is in trouble? So, I don't know.
2: He was my professor and someone that I confided in, and I really, really hope that he's still someone that I can confide in and that nothing has happened to him. But I haven't seen him since before. Some stuff happened, and now I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think about anyone. I can't trust anybody. Okay. Except Shar.
0: I'll ask around.
1: Shar's going to pick up one of the rings and put it on.
0: All right. Shar when you put the ring on your finger you f- <laughs> you feel this um mm, mm? no mm? wedding finger oh you're putting it on your ring 100%. finger okay okay you <laughs> you put it on your ring finger and you feel what feels like a hundred little pins stab into your finger
1: but it just immediately sure goes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and it stings for a minute but The pain quickly dissipates, but you can feel those prongs still there in your finger. And this ring is now stuck to your hand. It will not come off.
1: My questions will only be given to you via paper or in person. Thank you.
0: Fair enough. I'm going to
2: go into my bag. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take a piece of rope and I'm going to split it and I'm going to put a ring on it and I'm going to tie it around my neck.
0: Mm -mm.
2: You said I had to wear it.
0: No, I'm sorry, dear. It has to be on your person. It must be on your finger for the magic to work.
2: It is literally touching my skin.
0: I'm sorry, dear. This is not how it works. You can ask your friend.
2: Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes me want it even more.
0: (laughs) You have to put it on.
2: I specifically said that I would wear it.
0: And I'm specifically telling you it has to go in your finger.
2: Fine. I'll take it off, but I'm gonna struggle because I tied it in a knot because I thought I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: right. realize I just <laughs> got through the Boy Scouts for this, and you're making
0: <laughs> So you, you struggle with it. for like, finally get it on your finger. Uh, when you put it on, you feel the same thing that sharp felt, all those little pins stabbing into your finger, locking this ring in place. And he says, no, those rings are not super attractive. So just look at it and focus on what you want it to look like. Not
2: a ring, not a ring.
0: <laughs> you think that, and it becomes invisible. I
2: okay. want it to look like stars.
0: Alright, you think that, and instead of looking like an iron band, it just looks like a couple different points of like shining light around your finger.
1: He's going to think again. Gold. Does it become gold, or is it still invisible?
0: Nope, now it looks like a gold wedding band.
1: Cool, experiment done.
0: I'm not a monster. I want you to be able to coordinate with your outfits.
2: So you do this forever?
0: Yeah, it'll change any time you want it to. Is this going to set alarms off? Uh, I mean, uh, like an alarm that detects magical items, certainly, but you already have enough of those on you that I don't think one more is going to make an issue.
1: I have a question, actually, like out of game. Is this taking up one of our attunement slots?
0: No.
2: Cool. Not that cruel. Is there in in game? <laughs> so when when our when we have fulfilled all ends of our deal, mm-hmm. will this come off?
0: When I'm bored with you and we reach the end of our arrangement, whatever that means, I will take the rings off of you.
2: Okay. Do you have uh, an idea of where we should go next?
0: Well, if I was going to travel on an adventure and try to find something to do, I would be heading towards the elves because I want to know what Nexus stole. That ass who brought me the information only told me so much. But it's all secrets and wouldn't tell me the rest.
1: Or shadow figure thing.
0: Yes, I want to know more information on that. The only other place besides going directly to the elves that might have that information is the Stellium Academy. So I suppose you could go home, Zamira. but... No, I can't. I don't know if that is a good idea.
2: Do you know how, um, or I'm sorry, do you know who Adhara is?
0: Adhara Clennon. She hasn't been seen for a while. She's a hunter. Bounty hunter. Uh, We've dealt with her. She works for Nexus quite a bit. Why? Did you meet her? Are you the reason she went missing? Do tell.
2: She met us. We met her. I don't like her.
0: No, most people she hunts do not like her. She's quite capable.
2: I'm capable or
1: Shard just, like, tweaks out for a second. He's like, what is happening? Am I having an aneurysm? <laughs> is this what an aneurysm
0: is? <laughs> well, that is interesting. They sent her after you, and yet you're here with me. You're more capable than I thought you were.
2: It's the words.
0: Might um behoove
2: you to remember that.
0: Uh-huh. I won't make the mistake of underestimating you again. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. And he drums his fingers a few times on the table and another one of his men comes in and he's like, everything's loaded up that they asked for. Can I Rafe just make nods. an
1: intelligence check? Probably not a good one. I want to try to see if there's, like, a
0: pattern to his, like, drumming on the desk. I know. I was like... Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Megan, tell him to check.
1: Like it, You're helping me out here, but it's a 16 <laughs> minus one. Wait. Plus zero. It's <laughs> so 16.
0: All right. Um, there, is n- there is not a pattern in that this is not, like, some kind of Morse code thing. It seems to be... A habit that he has when he's focusing on something. But you notice he's doing this generally right before. He's speaking to people in his head. And this is how he focuses his mind on this. But it's not setting the magic tracker off. It's
1: just been the entire time I was kind of curious.
0: This has been very exciting, and I can't wait to see what happens next. If you are caught by Nexus, please don't tell them about the rings I gave you or where they came from. Is he being sarcastic right now or serious? He's being sarcastic because he thinks that he doesn't need to say this, but he's saying it anyway, just to be clear. Um, I don't want them to know that I'm helping you. But you're not. But I'm not. Oh, um, and he opens up another drawer and he takes out two little bags and he hands one to each of you. The money you ask for.
2: Thank you. Uh, so if we die. Yes. How do you know?
0: I'm assuming that your body just won't move for a long time and when I check in to see where you are if I notice you've been in the same place for a couple days without moving I'll assume you're dead
2: and how do we get in contact with you sorry I had like a like a whole thought that I, I
0: need to like actually write down no 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 it's fine uh, once per day you will each be able to send me a message through the rings I should have been more clear about that
1: okay out of game are you talking like
0: you can send a sending message once per day to so only him. Is
1: it sending or is it like um,
0: the rocks? It's like it's sending. sending you get stuff. 25 words. Okay. You can send him once a day. Before, before you leave, uh, let my men drive the cart to the gate. No one will stop you. No one will search you because my man will be driving. He'll lead you out of town a mile or so. Then he'll turn around and leave. And the two of you' will be free to go, yeah Sam do you have a map by chance oh you i i I can get you a map I can get you a map and uh he focuses again for a second, and eventually a guy will show up with a with a hand drawn map of I mean, it's it's not great. It's not a great map. There's some, like, crude mountains drawn in and, like, kind of roads. And, like, the larger cities are marked. But there's nothing. There's not a ton of detail.
1: Better than what we got. Which is nothing. <laughs> which is yeah. nothing.
0: Uh, and he rolls it up. Hands it. He's, like, hands it to you, them. apparently. Because <laughs> Char doesn't want it. <laughs> uh, I have a
1: map. <laughs> I am not making this any chance that I'm wasting a question because I know I'm going to need three at some point later on. Um, Char, the dumbest negotiator.
0: (laughs) And he's like, okay. um, Well, please make this worth it for me because I am taking a risk here.
2: Make it worth it for us because our lives are on the line.
0: I, listen, that is why I'm trying to help. Furnished you with money and a cart and things like that. Yeah,
2: no, I'm not concerned about all that. We appreciate, we do, I really appreciate all of these things. You're just real flippant.
0: Oh, well, I'm honestly, I'm just bored. Maybe get a significant other. That's a lot of work. Short giggles. It can be. Toppling Nexus sounds easier. And you see him smile for the first time, like, this whole time. He's sort of like, you can tell that he's joking and also, like, really excited about the idea of taking down your mother's organization. I'm in.
1: Yeah, just for the record, Char would have been like, you should have just opened with that.
0: Rafe's like, I like you.
2: Could have saved you a whole lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm good, good. He's like, Charlotte backs up, he's like, I got, I'm
1: good. Thank you, sir.
0: The two men who brought you here are also going to lead you out. Um, And Char, the one man uh, just flips one of his daggers around and hands it to you, hilt first. Thank you. He's going to wrap it in some cloth. Okay. Uh, Eventually they lead you to the cart. Um, The man who gave you the dagger sits up front. The two of you sit in the back and uh, he leans back and he's just, pull the hoods up.
2: Okay. Uh, but before we actually leave, like, right as I get to the door, I'm going to turn around and look at Rafe, like, one last time and just say, like, what did my father get?
0: For turning you in? hmm He doesn't like taking money from your mother. And he hasn't had great hauls lately. So I loaned him 20 gold. And all I did was forgive his debt. Sink his boat. All right,
2: not with him on it.
0: No, you're no fun.
2: He is my father after all.
0: I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And you can t- he, like he seems like he actually means that. like, sorry.
2: I'm like gonna get really like I'm really pissed, and I feel like maybe some of that like fog is like <laughs> happening. Sure, he's no. gonna go
1: on okay. ahead, knowing if that, that could take a minute, he's gonna go get a drink.
0: Yeah, sure. You get sort of like a glance of Zamira, and you do see like she's walking forward, but she's walking kind of slowly. And there, there's just like these little sparks, and this shh, like almost it's like a fog, but it's like darker than that, almost like like a black mist, sort of like what initially was coming out of her mouth when she was having that dream. It's just sort of leaking out of her hands, but eventually. She gains control of herself, and it stops. You're not even sure if Zem herself was aware of it happening.
2: I'm just going to turn around and leave straight to the... Straight to the... What did we get? A wagon?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just just like a normal wagon, sort of what you came in with. Um, The horse pulling it. You know what? Roll me animal handling. No. (laughs) 17... Yeah, I mean, this horse looks young, uh, looks like it's freshly shoed, brushed, shiny coat. Looks like a good horse. Um, and yeah, you guys sit up on the cart. You can see that everything you asked for is here. There's quite a bit of food. You expected like a backpack with some food in it, but there is just like tons. And you see that everything that you had left at your room at Jeff's is in the cart. And your laundry is in the cart.
2: I'm I'm just gonna glance back, but I I'm not in the mind frame for it. I'm gonna sit wherever they tell me to sit and I'm gonna pull my cloak
0: up and I'm just
1: Can I get a non magic piece of paper and a pencil, please?
0: Um it and they kinda look around and eventually they find you.
1: I'm just gonna write thank you, Z and C. I'm gonna put ten gold in, wrap it. Can you go give this to Jeff when you go for note jury?
0: Oh, think. Yeah, sure. Jeff's good people. Yeah, he is. And uh, they lead the cart out of the city, and just as Rafe promised, you are not stopped once. These men are well known to the guards here, and they do not stop anybody who works for Rafe.
1: How much spell paper did he give to them?
0: Uh, Enough... For you to be able to copy down the the spells from the book that I gave you.
2: (laughs) Sure,
1: the best negotiator with a negative (laughs) one charisma.
2: Um, I want to know how much gold we got.
0: You open up, or whatever we got. Eventually, are you going to open it up while the two men are with you, or are you going to wait till they're gone?
1: I wasn't going to open it up at all.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, like,
2: I'm... I'm, this can be outside because, like, I'm not in the mind frame to check any of the stuff. So, like,
0: it'll be a while before I look into okay. it. The card's sort of, like, rumbling down the road, and you remember it, and you pull this pouch out, and you're like, oh, this is kind of small. What do you give me? Like, 10 gold or something. And you open it, and you're like, it's like 10 silver pieces, and you pull one out, and it's platinum.
2: <laughs> so, give us 10 platinum?
0: Yeah. So, oh, you, you have like, 10 platinum pieces. Each. Like, <laughs> Fuck. you both have a hundred gold basically in platinum
2: how are we gonna change out a platinum piece like
1: um, um and i'm gonna like there's two people in the cart
2: with us right <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: um is it the same two from before yeah are we like all more chill now
0: yeah everything seems to be pretty chill
2: what's your name Z.
0: Uh, and the there's, the one guy is sitting like in the back with you and the other guy is driving and the guy uh, sitting in the back is like oh my name's Keith
2: is Keith the one I plucked the note from or is that guy driving
0: no that's the guy driving what's his name he's like oh uh my name's Kyle <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna cut the
1: episode there right <laughs>
2: kyle i have a good feeling about you buddy
0: i don't i i you know honestly i feel like i've met you before i know
2: it's strange In another time and place um no but i wanted to just apologize for snatching the note um I, i i thought something was wrong with my dad there is something wrong with my dad but
0: yeah, your dad's a dumbass.
2: He's a dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I want to believe that he honestly thought he was doing something good for you. Um, and maybe he somehow convinced himself that that was the case. But um, he kind of just sold you out.
2: It's funny, because I would have given him everything that I had, which is more than that, which was more than that. But he chose that way.
0: Well... Let's look on the bright side. Seems that you got along with the boss pretty well. I mean, he's letting you both go. The alternative was he already had a cell made up for the two of you, so.
2: How did you get to work for him?
0: Well, I started off petty thievery, uh, got pretty good at it, got caught, uh, and he bailed me out, offered me a job.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Did you get caught here in this city or was it somewhere else? Oh no, here. Have you always been here?
0: Yeah, I grew up here.
2: One of those urchins we saw on the street on the way over?
0: Oh (laughs) yeah, they, uh, you know, pickpockets, stuff like that. They get to know us though, because, you know, they try to pickpocket one too many of us and now they're all scared. I try to be nice to them, you know, but they're still just scared because they know who I work for.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Rafe's not a bad guy. He has to do bad things to stay where he is. Cellmate. He's not a bad guy. Hmm.
1: Cellmate. You said cellmate.
0: Maid. Maid. He had a cell made up for you. Oh.
1: Sure. Goes back to sleep.
0: He always has mo mul- <laughs> Yeah. He also he always has multiple contingencies. I mean that's.
2: Part of why he is who he is and where, like why he's where.
0: Yeah. I I mean, there's way worse people to work (laughs) for. (laughs) There's all, it's always, you know. know, This just happened. My brain just went. (laughs) 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 Listen, all I'm
2: (laughs) sorry. You're
0: fine. Listen, all I'm saying is that there are way worse people to work for. Like Nexus.
1: Do you guys leave the city much? at
0: all uh i mean me and keith no not not really mostly we do errands and stuff for the boss i'm not you know i'm not big time not like some of the other people on the payroll but uh you know
1: people from stellium you guys work with them at all
0: oh no i mean there's we don't we don't normally get a lot of the the magic folks here um you know one or two a year and sometimes they don't even last that long
1: what happens to them?
0: I mean, most of them, they're, you know, they're trained to be magicians. They're not trained to be thieves. They get caught or worse, you know.
1: i was just wondering because there's been talk of uncommon animals attacking outside of the city more frequently. I didn't know if you or anybody from Stillium had heard anything when you go outside.
0: No, I honestly, I've heard some of that from people coming in and out of the city when I'm just sitting around, you know, drinking or, you know, hanging out. And uh, people have been people have been mentioning getting attacked by wolves or bears or something like that. And, you know, saying saying weird, their hair's patchy. They look kind of mangy. I mean, it sounds to me like they're just starving. Maybe there's a problem with the smaller animal population. But there was one guy who mentioned like. None of the animals seem to be scared of people anymore. That's, I don't know. That's what, listen, that's why I stay in the city. Worst we've got is rats. I can handle a couple rats.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you don't have to worry about that then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You guys be careful. I don't know where you're going. I don't want to know. Don't tell me anything. Um, But, you know, it's just the two of you out here.
2: Yeah, we'll look out for each
0: other.
1: Is this Kyle or Keith?
0: Uh, This is Kyle talking. Okay,
1: You're going to laugh, but I'm going to not be able to finish my sentence, so I'm just going to wait a minute.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking Kyle.
1: (laughs) Damn it, Kyle. (laughs) Uh,
0: um, But eventually you guys get maybe like a half mile outside of the city, and he's like... Listen, I know the boss said I should ride with you for a mile, but I don't feel like walking a whole mile back. Can I just let you guys go here?
1: Kyle, I'll buy you a drink next time
0: we're back in the city. Please do. Okay. Thank you. Of course. uh, He jumps out of the back, and Keith just sort of, like, tips his hat to each of you. And uh, the two of them watch you ride off. Who's... Who's driving? Are you both sitting up in the driver's seat? Somebody's in the back, somebody Does my driving. Animal handling from before count. Yeah, I'm not gonna make you roll animal handling. This is a trained horse. It'll I be will fine. Take the reins then. Okay. Uh, okay. now I have
1: to roll animal handling. <laughs> I'm
2: animal gonna handling. go through the packages to see like what and where and all of the things. Like we don't have to do like itemized okay. stuff, but I just wanna see like are the wigs together? Um, or is it, like, my stuff and his stuff?
0: <laughs> no, everything's sort of organized by item type. So there's, like, a trunk that has disguises in it. You now have a disguise trunk. That's awesome. And you ha- there's, like a, like, a big basket full of apples that could be for you or the horse. There's also a big, like, flower sack, like a 20-pound sack that is full of oats for your horse and things like that. Okay. Um, like, what, what is this?
2: Like, we didn't ask them anything about the horse. Like, what, does he think this horse has a name?
1: Maybe? Shari's sure, just got to start rotating through names while she's going to the back. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Philippe. Gabriel. Galen. Horatio.
0: Gallop. You say Horatio and the horse sort of goes
1: fucking nailed it.
0: It's Horatio.
1: Where'd that name come from?
0: Horatio.
1: It's not Horatio anymore, is it?
0: The horse doesn't seem to react again.
1: Horse's name.
0: (laughs) All right. All right, so. We ride off into the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna cut it here as you guys are riding right now. You're heading north out of the city. You guys are gonna have to take some time figure out where the hell you're going. That's where we're cutting it.
1: Hey, guys, welcome back to the end of the episode. So we got a couple quick things. So this is the first core of episodes that are done. So this is our first story arc. Don't worry, there'll be a wrap up so you can annoy your friends into listening to that and catch up so you guys don't have to worry about chugging through 13 whole episodes of us making jokes. It's not that It's not that you shouldn't watch the episode. It's just that there's a lot. There's a lot. You know, 13 hours of stuff is a lot. Uh, don't forget to check us out at slaythestars.com. Uh, you guys will find some links directly through that. We have our second dramatization that we did. We brought in another voice actor and our friend Isaac to play uh, different characters in that. Uh, uh, what else? What else? What else? Am I forgetting something? I know I'm forgetting something. Oh, right. Uh, on this past Saturday... Uh, we had a fan that wanted a bedtime story read to them. So we have a bedtime story read by me that is now available into the public. So you guys can go listen to that. Let me know what you think. If you hate it, let me know. Just interact with us, you know? So that, I think that that's about it. I'm sure that I missed something, but you know, we're just gonna catch up on that next week. Persomnia Ad Astra. And as always, stay tuned. Intro music by Isaac Viers. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Photos by Rachel Bianchi. Special thanks to Kaylin Williamson. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, Jen Kearney. And audio engineer, Arthur Polino.